0: Hi, I'm Alice Zhao.
1: And I'm Curtis Herbert. And I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly.
0: And this is Independence, a show where the three of us talk about our efforts to make a living from the web and mobile. And in today's topic, which is to not die of a sedentary
2: lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah, not dying is... Just in general is pretty good. They don't list that on the label for like risks. Like when you're watching a TV commercial about going indie, it's not like side effects may include and then they list this sedentary <laughs> death. But they really should. I know.
0: Right? Yeah, they really should. Because <laughs> I'd say the one of the most common reactions that I'll get when pe- I tell people I work from home is that, oh, it must be nice to work at home in your pajamas or that you have no commute anymore. And I'm not going to lie, I, being able to work... With or without pants, as our motto is, is really fantastic. (laughs) But it also gives me no real excuse to even leave the house. And that took me quite a while to understand how much that affected my health. So when four years ago I went to my doctor and found out my cholesterol had just tipped over the unhealthy threshold. And I don't know mm. if I mentioned this before, my husband and I were food bloggers and food is everything. And so I said to myself, <laughs> I'll be damned if I can't eat what I want. And so the next morning I started running. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly I like to wait till I hit rock bottom to do anything. Um, but I kind of wanted to know what your journey or experience was like health wise after going indie
1: i think my health maybe neither got better nor worse I mean, it probably got worse let's be honest after i kind of went indie i've never been particularly good at looking after myself when i left home i just immediately started doing things that were terrible for my health and it's only probably in the last few years that i've made any sort of real measure like towards improving that a while a while ago a couple maybe a few years ago i started doing Kind of a yearly resolution thing where I would try to change. Like I would try to kind of address one one issue that I saw myself having, and most of the time that was food related. Um, one year <laughs> I gave up. One year I gave up caffeine just completely. No. Yes. <laughs> how? It wasn't that hard. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's so hard." This is like, yeah, how could you give up caffeine? It wasn't that hard. Like once once no. kind of equilibrium set in, and you get past the. Like okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm I'm kind of dependent on this stuff. It actually was, it was fine. Yeah, it takes you a little longer to kind of ramp up into your day, but other than that, like you don't have that kind of instant, like oh, I'm going to have a coffee and bam, I'm into work. It's kind of got to ease yourself in a bit more, but I just, it's it's mm-hmm. fine. And I mean, a lot of people get by without coffee and stuff; they're fine. So, but I also had a year where I gave up. Mel and I both decided that we were going to have like we were going to limit our takeout to once once a week which was more difficult than you might think because we decided to define takeout as anywhere where you didn't get table service which is very difficult because as soon as you order at a counter we would consider it takeout but mm. you know that sort of stuff kind of kicked off you know a very small kind of attempt at making strides towards being a bit more healthy and not being quite so hard on myself for uh, that sort of stuff and then you know more recently I've gotten into doing some exercise and stuff so I I mean it's kind of improved little by little over the years but I've never been one to like jump in and try to do the gym thing cuz that just doesn't work it just doesn't <laughs> work at all not,
0: yeah not I'm at all not a the
2: gym person.
0: But I think Curtis is. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No. So I mean, back when I even had a job job and slightly before that, or no, I guess right when I started my job job, I had just gotten out of college and was certainly not taking care of myself. So I started to get into running and that definitely got me on the right path. Yeah. But I think it wasn't until I went indie that I could really find the time to commit to that as much as I want to, mainly because at that point you don't have a commute to worry about, which was saving me, you know, an hour a day. And that's significant. That right there is a five-mile run or an hour in the gym or something like that. Mm. So it was probably uh, about four years ago, after being indie for, uh, I forget at this point, two years or so, that started going to the gym regularly trying to do that mid-afternoon when no one else is there started to get into that uh because when you're sitting down all day and you don't eat a lot and you run a lot you tend to get underweight pretty quickly and that's not good so (laughs) the gym was the way to fight that and since then i've actually started to really enjoy it but that was kind of my fitness journey uh, a mix of job job time and indie time yeah you are the (laughs) odd one (laughs) well i I don't know i like it it's no you're
1: allowed to like it i'm not saying you're can't like it i've just never like i've tried i have tried the gym thing i think mel and i got Mm -hmm. we got gym memberships at one point i forget exactly when and i lasted all of maybe two months there going every other day to the gym and trying to do like a series of workouts or something and i'm just going to point out this gym was like a five minute walk from my house like it was literally like around (laughs) the corner from where my house was and i Mm -hmm. just The problem with with going to the gym for me was always just like uh, I have to like I have to go and go there and do the thing and I just don't want to do it. And so it just kind of gradually got left behind and I just never bothered to go back again.
2: Yeah, I think for me since it was an alternative to running, like I was already running a lot. Yeah, I was already, you know, going out three, five miles every other day, every day. So this was a way to really mix things up. And I kind of looked forward to that. It was kind of a new experience. And since then, I've just gotten into the habit and enjoyed it. And and don't get me wrong. I'm no, like, CrossFit cult member or something like that. This is just going there, lifting some weights, and, you know, generally having the ability to lift something that's not a mouse or a tablet. Like, it's nice to be (laughs) able to have some muscle mass. And it's made me feel better. So that's good. And it makes it so me sitting on my butt for eight hours a day isn't... Devastating me.
0: I do think that being an indie, you're able to carve in this time. And that was the hardest thing before.
2: Yeah. Because you had a nine to
0: five job and where do you fit in, you know, workout time? I'm, I'm definitely not a morning person. I don't want to wake up at four in the morning to get to a gym at five, which I know a lot of people do it, but I just couldn't possibly do it. So I'll send the kids off to school. And that's my running time, and that's the best benefit. It's just this t- extra time that is no longer eaten up by a commute.
1: I, I think the the important thing is because I, I, I think where like where I kind of failed for a long time was I just wouldn't carve out the time, and even still, I like I have to kind of. Make sure that it happens for me, but then I have to do that for like eating and stuff as well. So that's not
2: yeah more likely it. to forget to eat than I am to forget to exercise, <laughs> which is weird. Wow. But it happens. weird.
1: I won't <laughs> necessarily forget. I'll just be like, oh yeah, I'll do it in a minute. I'll get up and do it in a minute. And I've got like a thing on my screen, and it's it's gone. You know, you, you got to do your exercise, and I'm like, okay, I'll remind me in five minutes, and I'll go. Let I'll me go get to the same point. A, well, I mean, it's just I'm like, you know I'm doing something. I'm busy coding or whatever, and. So, is, is one of the things, like, one of the hardest things about actually doing, like, getting up and doing exercise and doing it is just, is the, is literally the, okay, well, we're gonna do, like, we're gonna do this.
2: Yeah, actually, getting up and doing it.
1: Yeah. Actually doing <laughs> it. Cause, yeah, that, I mean, that, you, you've got tons of time, like, I mean, you don't have tons of time, but you've got more than the normal amount of time with the lack of commute and stuff like that. And, When you work at an office, you tend to like, especially like a multi-floor office or something that has, you know, um, like a significant amount of space, you tend to walk and you walk around and you go upstairs and downstairs and stuff like that. And a lot of the time you get a little bit of exercise in your day just from that or like you know, if you catch the bus, you might walk to the bus stop and walk mm-hmm. home and you get a lot of excess, like in that incidental exercise.
2: Yeah, we don't have that.
1: So you've got to, you've got to replace yeah. it. Otherwise, um, otherwise you're going to find yourself. Well,
2: that's why they have the hardest ring for me to close on my Apple watch is my standing. Ring, yeah. Like the blue ring. <laughs> yep. Like, that's the thing. And, and my friend Joe always g- gives me a hard time because he, he doesn't understand how I can close the green and the red rings, the amount of ex- time exercise and the calories burned so freaking quickly because I can close those in a half an hour. Easy. Well, yeah. But I can't get blue rings for the worth <laughs> of my life. Like, I could only get four or five hours of standing credit a day because i'm only standing to that go to the gym. one's really hard. Yeah.
1: I, I only ever get this the, the stand ring when i actually have like a lot of disparate things to do in the day. Like i've got yeah. to go somewhere and and then you know i've got i've got other things on or people are coming over or i've got you know a, a thing to go to later in the evening. Like that's the only times that i end up e- ever
0: yeah. get my stand card. Right. Going. And that's not your daily life though. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's when, not. You're, like,
2: when you're when you're indie you're you're working from your own house. It's not you're commuting to your desk. <laughs> and, and especially it. because
1: yeah. a good day for me at work is a day where I just I just get lost in it and yeah. I'm like right. I'm just there and I like, I'm like, oh, it's 5.30 already. And that's so many hours of not standing, you know, so it's, ter- it's terrible on my health, but it's great for my work, my actual, you know, work. <laughs> so you kind of got to find, you got to find ways that's to balance yeah, you know, to balance that. And that can be, that can be difficult to, that can be difficult to do.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate. Some of my motivation, I mean, besides the fact I actually like working out now is the fact that I know if I get to the gym anytime after 3 p.m., I am waiting in lines for machines and stuff as people are ducking out of work, oh, work early yeah. to get to the gym gym so i kind of have something that forces me to get out of the door usually i go either running or to the gym around 1 p.m that's an ideal time with very few people there and i know if i'm not like i can press that snooze button for an hour but anything more than that and i'm not working out and that to me i just i'm not happy if that happens Mm. using other saps with job jobs um (laughs) (laughs) as a as a way to motivate me to get out the door, it's useful. you got to use whatever motivation you can. Sorry, people with a job job, you're not a sap. Just the people <laughs> in my gym, they're saps. <laughs> I'm going to get my foot in my mouth over here while you two talk.
1: I find that what tends to work for me is that I will, in the morning I get up and I will immediately get into my workout clothes. And I won't necessarily work out straight away because you know, I'll am you have breakfast and stuff like that, but I'll... And I will tend to sit at my desk and do a couple of things before I do it. But staying in my workout clothes means that I'm just like I'm constantly reminded that I'm going to be like I've got to go and do my workout, which helps a lot. And obviously, I set a reminder to make sure that I actually remember. But then I have a reminder for lunch. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you got to use whatever motivation you can have and it can just be little things one of the best things that we did was is that i actually got an elliptical machine which i keep in like we which we have in the lounge room and i'm not suggesting that people go out and buy gym equipment because usually that's the sort of thing that you like you will regret because you'll it'll just end up kind of gathering dust we bought that that machine after i i deliberated on it for like six months or something thinking about oh i should do that i should really do that and you know now that i have it it's this giant hulking machine that every time I pass through the living room, it's like, you will do your exercise or you will die. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty good motivation.
0: Are you the only one that uses it or is, is does Mel use it as well?
1: Mel use it, has used it. I don't think she uses it as much. She actually does. I mean, she has a regular job job. So she's one of those... Saps, as Curtis likes to call them. Saps. That go out to the, to the gym. Um, so she, and she has like a personal trainer and stuff. Well, that's
0: a pretty good motivator. She's into it. (laughs) The only motivator I, that actually works on me is having a running buddy.
2: Oh, I would love one of those.
0: I would feel like I'm disappointing her if I didn't show up. And she feels the same towards me. Like we both are texting each other like, do you want to go? Not really, but I think we should. And then we both end up going. So if it wasn't for her, I think. I wouldn't be running that often.
2: Yeah, I Miss, I had a workout buddy for a while. Unfortunately, he was, he had a job job. And him trying to get there by that three o'clock, often he'd get there by 3.30, 3.40, and it kept getting pushed back a bit, yeah. which made him, it was great to have him there, but that kind of got in the way. And then he just had to stop showing up, which sucked. So yeah, I, I would definitely love a workout buddy. Or a running buddy.
1: It is nice to be able to do, like, one of the nice things about being indie is being able to set that your own schedule. And, like, obviously, that's a good thing in many ways. Yeah. But it's really great for doing things like going to the gym. Not that I go to the gym, but, you know, for doing that (laughs) sort of stuff where, like, you have, you can do it at a time that's quiet or or whatever. You get that benefit. Huge, huge help because it means that you're not, like, spending a lot of time at the gym that you aren't actually being. Productive yeah, there. no
2: downtime, mm-hmm. which also kind of gives you an ability to, once you get past the suckedness that is lifting heavy things, it gets you the ability to kind of get in the zone like a lot of runners do. So when I'm at the gym, I do my best thinking running, but I can sit there and try and problem solve things about my business or my code in between reps. And it's great because when you have some physical exhaustion going on, it really kind of helps you focus to a degree. I don't know. That might just be me. See, I
1: have to distract myself. (laughs) I have to distract myself when I'm exercising because otherwise I will give up the first, like at the first sign of, okay, well, I'm done. I've done my exactly 30 minutes. I'm off. I'm off of that thing and out the door.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. That depends on the exercises you do. Like if you put me on a treadmill That is me. Mm. I won't even make it more than a mile or two. But if you put me on a trail, I'll run five miles, no problem. It it really Mm. comes down to the type of exercising you're doing, what resonates with you. And even my wife, when we got a treadmill back when we first got this house, barely used. Never really used. I used it, I think, once at like 1130 at night after i'd had a beer or two to try and close my red ring because i was like 20 calories short or something like that <laughs> but that's the most we use the treadmill but then she got an elliptic or a, just a little bicycle standing bike thing for much much like 10 times cheaper and she's used that so much more because she enjoys that so a lot of i think exercising comes down to finding what you like and trying different things until you find that
1: you, you mentioned the apple watch you know the Having to run after a beer at whatever time at night.
2: We're <laughs> slaves to the machines. <laughs> run, meatbag, run.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Have you found that sort of stuff helps? Before I had an Apple Watch, I had a Nike a Nike Fuel Band. Was that what it was yeah. called? Mm. Yep.
0: I had a Jawbone.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you found that those those sorts of things have helped motivate you at all? <laughs>
0: well, I just got my first watch. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> one of us.
2: One of also us. Also motivated
0: by some scary health diagnosis but anyway uh not a diagnosis but um health scare so i quickly went and bought one, (laughs) trying to check my heart rate uh i don't know if it's helping me mostly just demotivating me now that i can see what you guys are doing i'm like oh my goals aren't even as high as yours
1: (laughs) I, i turn all my notifications off for that stuff because i'm just like oh Oh, they they work out so much more than me i'm, just, I'm such a terrible person i've i mean I, I i found that like for the first week or two i was like yeah i'm gonna like feel my ring it's gonna be amazing and that always tapers off
2: yeah I, I when i first got the watch i didn't really give a damn about the rings and i don't know maybe a year or two ago maybe even this year i really started to pay attention to them more and more specifically just the green ring just trying to get that exercise in. And I'll, um, I'll give myself, you know, five or six out of seven days a week is my goal. But it is nice that I have a much more visual history now of when I've actually exercised and when yeah. I've been keeping up with that. And I can definitely tell the months, like leading up to release notes, uh, the conference in October, I was really trying to get in really good shape just because summer was winding down. It was a great time to focus on that. And looking back at all the green rings that I closed, I can see why it felt as good as I did. And Compare that to wintertime right now when it's post-Thanksgiving, post-Christmas. I can see why I don't feel as well.
0: Nothing is closed. (laughs) None of my rings are closed.
2: Yeah. And so I'm trying to get back on that horse. But, like, just having those green rings... And, uh, you know, for fun, I'll try and hit the red ring too. Generally, if I, my routines, uh, I set the red ring, so I just hit it based on what exercise I do. Yeah,
1: see, I, the the red ring, I try to, I have it set so low, like, it's, it's quite low in, like, in comparison to other
2: people. Oh, no, mine's set, like, uh, mine's at 500. So I have to get, like, that's an hour in the gym for me. Mm. But I know if I'm spending, you know, my normal 45 minutes in the gym or something, I'm going to hit it. It's just... I focus more on filling that green ring than the red ring because the red ring kind of just comes along with that. But that's a, that's actually been kind of yep. a motivator for me is just focusing on a history of seeing when I'm working out and that whole don't break the chain thing.
0: Even though I've only had the watch for about a week and a half, it feels really different than just like that Nike Fuel Band or the, the Jawbone because that was strictly just heart rate and or, or sleep tracking. And this is just it's fully integrated to everything else in your life. Mm. Kind of also why we're slaves to this now. <laughs> yeah. So even if I don't take the rings as seriously, like it's always going to be there
2: no matter what, yeah. which is nice. Well, and that's, I like that I guess less on the exercise, but kind of still on the health and fitness topic. I, I've had insomnia problems my entire life and I installed an app autosleep a couple months ago that's helping me track my sleep cycles automatically between my watch and my phone just to see when I'm having problems sleeping, when I'm waking up in the middle of the night, stuff like that. And even if I'm not doing a lot with that data yet, having that data is kind of important to me, just so mm. that then it, if I go to a doctor about this or something, I can more distinctly say, hey, here's my sleep log for the last couple months. So just having any kind of device that's generally monitoring my well-being and showing my physical habits, I I, I like that. It makes us a slave to them, but it, it, it gives us data. <laughs> that's true. Data is power. Mm.
0: <laughs> Are there other... Products or not necessarily tech related or or you know watch related that seems to have helped you because for me running I really hated running from the beginning or it took me two years to figure out oh I number one I have the wrong shoes wrong size shoes Ooh. wrong type of shoes and then about I think two years in I switched to minimalist shoes and that changed everything for me because i used to have all these knee problems running thinking i couldn't get past are you
2: doing the toe shoes or the like the five ounce lightweight shoes
0: not not that i'm not that serious <laughs> okay okay no, so the, just um, the lightweight it's choo- the, okay. the low the low zero drop i guess yeah I call it i think but it forces you to run with a midfoot strike so instead of doing a heel foot strike you do a midfoot strike and that's i think how you you would naturally run without shoes, and wow. that changed where I was putting pressure on my yeah. knee. Where I was putting pressure on my knee while I was doing a heel foot strike, and then so once I changed, I was able to run much further. And when I say run, I really mean jog. I, I it's not really running, but <laughs> it, it allowed me to go past like three miles. Yeah. Maybe hit four or five. For I had other issues. <laughs> but mm. were there any anything anything like that that kind of helped you push you to the next? level or hit hit other milestones.
1: I mean, I already mentioned that I've like we bought an elliptical recently. That's probably the biggest mm-hmm. thing. I mean, both size wise and just in, you know, how much of an effect it's had. Grabbing getting one of those and putting it in our lounge room has kind of made it a lot easier to actually do the workout and I'm all about making things easier for me to get done. You know, I find that I'm more likely to do things if they're not gonna be a pain to do so getting one of those and putting it in in our lounge room has been great Mm -hmm. and obviously like most people would be like oh i get a treadmill or whatever and part of the reason we got an elliptical instead was because of the same like i had i had knee problems i have knee problems but when i run it's not great you know so running i tend to just kind of be like oh no i'm gonna have knees i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna bother running and so it's just more things to kind of deal with so Having the elliptical just means that I can, I can kind of get on there and just do the thing and kind of get it over and done with. And I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm the sort of person that's. At, I don't think I'll ever be the sort of person that's like, yeah, I'm gonna do my exercise. It's gonna be amazing. I'm so exercise guy. Um,
0: <laughs> that's that's Curtis. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, not like
1: that. <laughs> that's Curtis. That's, that's, no, because no, Curtis is the. Uh, I'm like, I'm gonna go snowboarding, man. Snowboarding is wicked. <laughs> Um. <laughs>
0: it's almost as good as uh curtis's uh, australian accent, curtis's
1: australian accent.
2: Just, can we even just, call I'm not, it I'm that a, i mean i <laughs> it, the, weirdo intro i think accent. that's being a little bit generous <laughs> calling it an australian <laughs> <laughs> accent if you if just, dear listeners you don't know what we're talking about go back one episode and listen to the intro it would only take 15 seconds
0: or don't listen to <laughs> <laughs> just don't. <laughs> just do yeah, yourself holiday a favor.
2: Spectacular.
0: I
1: just, I, you know, it, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to be that, that sort of person that's going to be like super into exercise because that's just not something that I'm particularly interested in in any shape or form. But I am interested in, you know, not dying. So therefore, yeah. you know, doing my exercise and actually doing whatever it takes to make sure that I actually do it is something that is, it's worth it to me. So I, you know, that having the elliptical in the house has made the big difference though.
2: Yeah, it, that's kind of weird for me because like if you would told me 10 years ago, well, no, I've been running for 10 years now, 12 years now, jeez. But if you told me before that, that I would get into A, running and then B, gym. Mm. I mean, I was a nerd playing on real Tournament during college, eating way too much pizza. So I would have laughed at you. But it's something that I've really found has just kind of become a nice part of my life that I look forward to maybe because I've been doing it for so long maybe because at this point I'm in okay shape so it, it doesn't kill me which is nice um, but I don't think any one thing really made a huge difference maybe the gym membership just because it's reasonably cheap it's like 19 bucks a month so why buy a treadmill when oh, that's oh super cheap. yeah like I the treadmills we were looking at were like twelve hundred dollars so that's what six yeah. years of gym membership right there that being right across the street, basically, from me has been nice. And having the right equipment, like you said, Alice, that's that's something I've kind of kept, you know, making sure I'm getting fitted for the right shoes and stuff. But I see the more that as a cost to entry versus a level up type thing. Like, I, I, I mm. otherwise, you're going to have the problems that you had where you had knee problems or you're not going to feel good about exercising. And having proper form and having the right equipment is really important there. And that's just something you need to do before you hurt yourself otherwise you're going to hurt yourself exercising so that's just kind of stuff i think i've already had
1: mm-hmm. well i mean it's also like an easing yourself into something right like if you're if you haven't been in some if you're not somebody that exercises or mm-hmm. if you're like if that's not something that you've ever done you've never really gone done the running thing or whatever and you're just trying to get in. the The worst thing that you can do is like is try to dive in the deep end and be all like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do everything. like, I'm gonna be amazing at this."
2: Well, yeah, and you don't you don't go out and buy all the expensive equipment. No, but there are certain things like shoes that you you need to make sure you get right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's probably the one key one. Like, go running in jeans if yeah. you want, but have the right shoes. <laughs> like, that's the important part. That's what's going to screw up your yeah. knees or anything else. Yeah, no, don't run in jeans, but you can go to the running store and you can get outfitted for 70 bucks to get started or something like that. And then you have something to work with, but you need to find out like what the important equipment is. That you need to get right yeah. before you do anything. Uh, it would be like, you know, when I started going to the gym, I went with my brother-in-law who does a lot of stuff at the gym and he showed me proper form for stuff. And then I would come home and watch videos and just to make sure I'm not doing things that will screw up my wrist or screw up my shoulder or my back. Like those are kind of the cost to entry to getting into fitness. You need to make sure you're mm. also taking care of yourself because as zealous as you're trying to be of being healthy and taking care of yourself, you could be inadvertently setting yourself back and doing harm. And that's something you have to yeah. be really careful about. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. That's, I guess, my my long rambling answer as to what equipment has helped <laughs> me. Uh, the equipment of research. That's what helped me. Yeah. <laughs> knowledge. There you go. <laughs> knowledge.
0: Oh, there you go.
2: <laughs> knowledge is power. Knowledge is power, <laughs> knowledge is strength, I l- knowledge is happy knees. What, what's the quote? That's knowledge true. is power, that power means.
1: is pizza, pizza is, I can't remember.
0: I was really lucky to have not one but two running buddies and then the my other running buddy actually had been running marathons, like also at a very slow rate, but she does marathons and so she was giving me all these tips like make sure your posture is right and all these things that you don't. Again, you're, you're not thinking about because you're just trying to get through it. You're like, I'm just trying to run so I can be healthy. But then you end Mm. up, you know, hunched over and, and you're hurting all these other muscles that don't need to hurt. And so I think that, that was a huge push in the right direction as well. But Jelly, you mentioned that you do health goals every year. Yeah. Uh, what are your health goals for this year?
1: Don't die. Uh, yeah, don't die. That's. I mean, that's an it's ongoing only- goal. Low bar. <laughs> low bar. Yeah. I. I think this year, personally, I mean, I'm. I've only really, uh, really sort of recently kind of recommitted myself to the, you know, to actually getting exercise done and making sure that I keep a, not a streak in the same way that everyday sort of thing, but you know, making sure that I get a certain amount done each week and kind of trying to improve that my my goal i think this year is to not just continue that but probably increase the amount of time that i spend currently i kind of i try to do more but my general kind of goal per week is um is basically three half hour sessions on the elliptical that's good which i mean it's 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 good it's not amazing it's you know it's a thing and it's kind of good i'd like to i'd like to increase that to probably an hour that's difficult because I have I find myself quite often kinda of getting to the half hour mark and being like, Nope, I'm done today. Um, which is why I trick myself into it. And I can yeah. <laughs> watch some T V and that kind of generally helps me get a bit closer. So yeah, I'd like to I'd like to increase this year, I'd like to increase kind of the amount of time that I'm doing it. And it's not all at once, I'm not gonna like dive in and try and do an hour every like every session like immediately at the beginning of the year I'm kind of you know easing myself into it and trying to like improve my general fitness before I before I try to make improvements to that
2: do either of you have goals that for the year no really just like keep getting better i don't know i so like this year um <laughs> Like actually, a couple of weeks ago, I finally hit a big milestone for me, being able to bench press my body weight. So, like, that's usually like mm. your body weight is a metric that people will measure. Like, you can squat that, you can buy whatever. So, like, but that wasn't a goal of mine for this year. That's just something I keep pushing towards. So, I, I think that's generally the attitude of what I have with this fitness stuff. Like, if anything, I would just want to continue to be a little more consistent then I've let myself be over the last month or so and get back on mm-hmm. that horse faster this year because winter's always hard to go running when it's, you know, 10 degrees Fahrenheit mm-hmm. out. But I think that's more of what my aim is, like a little more consistency, but really just keep pushing myself with no goal, just nebulous, keep pushing.
0: This year, I just, I realized that even though I ran, I started running, Um, it's probably not enough. Uh, I think the older we get, I think it's a lot about probably more strength training, which I hate more so than running yeah. so I have to figure out how to motivate myself to do some type of strength training and my core as they as the buzzword is <laughs> strength in my core and that'll be the biggest one and then to eat better that that always escapes me every now and then I'll be checking my cholesterol soon I better <laughs> I better do my homework
1: <laughs> I find that with with certain things it's like it's nice to give yourself an easy way to do something and then, I mean I've, that's kind of my life motto is like try to you know if I, if I've if I've got to get something done I've got to make it easy as, as easy as possible for myself in order to be able to get that done. One of the things that I've found is that it's a lot easier to say no if you're very specific or if you're very kind of you, you know you know what the limits are and what your rules are and what you li- like what you can do. If you just go, kind of go all out and and try to kind of push yourself too much, I, that, that tends to, I mean, for me, at least it tends to mean that I kind of get either bored with it or kind of get over it, or I just really kind of find myself, I can't do this anymore. I mean, if your, if your goal is to, is to eat better, find something that you can kind of latch onto that will, will help make that easier for you. One of the reasons that I gave up caffeine the year that I did was because I was drinking a lot of cola and, uh, rather than just being like yeah i'm not going to drink any soft drinks as long along with the caffeine thing i just kind of i i allowed myself some leeway there and that that helped a lot as well just you know it's i think it's one of these things with health it's like you can like you got to push yourself and you've kind of got to push yourself a little out of your comfort zone but i don't think going all out and being crazy and doing um you know just kind of diving in and into situations that you're just not prepared for are a good idea just ever
2: yeah it's well it's the baby steps like when i started with yeah. the gym it was i was going with my brother-in-law he was showing me things but you know we probably spent 20 25 minutes doing stuff and that was it yeah. and now i'm going there for an hour a day but exactly. you know, if you want to start getting into this stuff try and run a mile you know, find one of those yeah. fitness to 5k things that's what got me into running 12 years ago Mm. Or you know, try doing some push ups and some planks and some sit ups every morning and spend five minutes doing that, and that's it. like start simple. you don't have to go crazy. you yeah. don't have to buy an elliptical or a treadmill or anything like that. Just <laughs> find a way to start easy and then see what catches you, see what you enjoy, and then go from there and start to invest in that.
0: yeah, I'm gonna have to find the the smaller stuff for strength training
1: i'd almost go so far as to say not
2: to buy an elliptical or a treadmill oh yeah don't Um, don't yeah 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 don't (laughs) just don't do that if you can find a cheap gym membership try that for six months because they have everything there they have cardio machines they have weights they have everything that you need assuming you're not going to a terrible gym and try that for a six-month contract and see how it works that's going to be a lot cheaper than a treadmill
1: and just like you know, just try – make sure that you, when you're going into that, don't go into it with the expectation that you – like, at this time of year,
2: things tend to be a little bit kind of crazy with – Oh, God, you yeah. Might have yeah, time, like I, you I might to wait on this. <laughs> I'm um, even like, feeling it right now at 1 p.m. It, the, the machines are getting a little crowded. It's starting to feel like it's, like, more <laughs> like 3 p.m. The crowds I try and avoid. It's which more power to the people going out, but it's yeah. it's going to make it a little crowded. So wait, wait until January twenty eighth, somewhere around <laughs> <Yeah>. there,
0: <laughs> where everyone's given up on their New Year's yeah. resolutions.
2: <laughs> and, and don't go to Curtis's gym because he doesn't want you there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get off his machine already. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that squat rack. Okay. I had to wait so long for it yesterday. It was such a pain in the ass. <sighs> Just want to get in and okay. out. I have code to write. <laughs>
0: Well, if you'd like to share uh some of your best tips on closing your rings, send us an email at hello at independence.fm or pop over to independence.fm slash contact. And occasionally you can find me on Twitter at Eda Duck I Must.
2: And I am
1: Parrots, the plural of the bird. And I'm also on Twitter as Jelly Bean Soup.
0: Thank you all for listening and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye.